Welcome to episode number 82 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. I am your host and head bad bitch, Melissa Rund. Today I'm going to be sharing a Facebook Live I just did. I was going to say recently, but you want to know how recently it was? Well, I'm recording this intro at 8 o'clock at night yesterday. So <laughs> it was a very recent Facebook Live, but I heard hurried myself into my office and am recording this right now because I love the way that this live stream turned out. It actually went in a completely different direction than I originally anticipated, which usually turns out to be the best stuff. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I had this in your ears immediately because I think you need to hear it. Now this episode number 82 is called Is Balls to the Wall Weight Loss the Way to Go? And I looked up the phrase balls to the wall because I, I found that quite interesting, you know? And obviously I'm thinking balls like a guy has balls because I always think of that ACDC, wasn't that an ACDC song? The biggest balls of them all, right? So funny. <laughs> Anyways, balls to the wall is most likely a phrase that originated as an aviation term. It was referring to the throttle levers on military aircraft, and when you pushed it to the maximum limit, it hit the bulkhead or the wall. So it does not have anything to do with testicles, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> but I think it does bring up a good question. Like, should you go balls to the wall? Some people believe that weight loss is something that you should kind of fall and gradually come into. And I have to admit, in the past, I used to sort of believe and be a little bit, I don't know, more sensitive or a little more kind-hearted about it. And I hated telling people like, bitch, you could be doing better than this. Like, I, I hated saying that, you know? Especially because if somebody comes to me and they have a bad weigh-in day, I don't want to beat them up if they're already beating themselves up. But here's the thing, what ends up happening is you enable people. I know you're capable of fucking greatness. I know you're meant for greatness. I know you're unusual. I know that you're different. I know that you're special because I'm a very special kind of flavor. And if you like me, you're definitely special, okay? So I know that you're meant for something great and great is not losing one pound a month, right? And I don't wanna get all caught up into numbers, but we're using the numbers to track the work that you're doing, what's working and what's not working. If you think about it as money and a business, you can be a great coach, but if you're not doing work that's producing income, you're gonna have to go get a job, right? So if you're on a weight loss journey and you're not producing weight loss, you're gonna have to come to a crossroads and decide what you're going to do from there. So I don't like to sugarcoat it anymore. I know you're capable of fucking greatness. I know you're capable of great numbers. I know you're capable of an, an unbelievable transformation. You're capable of all of that and so much more. And that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I hope Manesco be a poet. That she bad his fight and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas. Yeah, and I hope she mad chill. That she smart as fuck and always keep it real. That her whole life she done better still with some peace and love that this world needs to heal.
Yeah, and it's a no to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide, and I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And I went through a couple more years being married to my ex-husband And just tumultuous and, and the only way that I, that I make change is when like shit goes down in flames, right? Like I have to be brought to my breaking point, my breaking point in order for me to make radical change. And when I do, I absolutely do, right? So I spent a couple more years married to him in like this crazy situation. And life kept teaching me over and over and over and over again that until I decided to just trust and know that this was the lesson that I needed to learn, I kept getting in situations where I was abusing food, abusing alcohol, and it got to the point with prescription medication because I was in unhealthy relationships with myself and all of the people in my, that I led into my life, right? So until I learned that lesson, I could not stop the cycle. So trust and know and understand that if you keep feeling these feelings that you're meant for more, but you're not taking aligned action on them, the universe is going to keep giving you the same bullshit that you are getting now until you make the decision that you are going to honor that and do something about that. Does that make sense? So here's what I used to do I, until I had my radical transformation. I used to... <laughs> I used to, I was thinking back today, you know, when I tell you guys in the past, I've told you like, oh, I've done Weight Watchers and I've done this or that, but I was really journaling a bit today about what I actually really did back then. And here's what I did do. I would, my mom would buy these Women's Day magazines from like the, the grocery store, the jewels from anybody from Chicago, the jewel. And so she would buy these um, like Women's Day or whatever magazines. And then I would do whatever diet was in that thing. Cause it always said something like drop 30 pounds in two weeks or whatever by just eating this one single food the entire time or whatever stupid thing it was. Um, I also did like whoever was on Oprah, and they had like a book or something. My mom would buy that and then I would do that thing too. Or I would do my mom's alma mater Weight Watchers, right? And it's interesting. I kept learning these lessons over and over again until my life just fucking unraveled. And I decided like, fuck this shit. Radical overhaul. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing everything the fucking right way. There's more of a lesson I need to learn here. This is my special thing. This is my calling. This is what I need to be pouring myself into. And that was when my entire life changed. That was when I lost the 60 pounds. That is when I got off of every prescription drug I was ever on. That was when I got out of unhealthy relationships that I was in. And that was what brought me to being called to doing this work that I do with each and every one of you. And now I have a fucking podcast that's in the top 100. Like, oh my God, you guys, this all started just because because I felt this feeling, I had these thoughts of like, I'm kind of meant for something more and I know that this is not it, right? And so that's what I wanted to share with you today about radical, like balls to the wall, only and always this is the way weight loss needs to be. Now here's the thing, in the past I used to think that weight loss, like honest with you, every single time someone tells me, oh but I ate all on plan or I did this and I did, girl no you didn't. You're only lying to yourself, right? Remember, if you are special and you are called and you are meant to be doing more and you feel that deep inside of you and you're not showing up in that way, you're not going to get your results because you're not doing the work. 
and the world's gonna keep showing you that shit over and over again. So here's what I suggest to each and every one of you that feels radically called to do this. Number one, if you wanna get into the, the Bad Bitch Society, today is the day to fucking do that. Bad Bitch Society is now open and it is available through this week, but I have two bonus spots left. I have secret bonuses for the next two people that join. Justine says I feel the same way. Yeah, it's our responsibility to act on it. Because after all, <clears throat> if we have those thoughts, if we have those thoughts, but we're not taking a line down action on them, then there's also other thoughts that are happen happening there that perhaps are, are stopping you from truly believing it. Because if you truly believed from the bottom of your heart, like no matter what, you were like, no, I absolutely am 100% special. I meant for more. I know I'm supposed to go on this journey. I know I'm supposed to change my life and maybe possibly other people's lives. If you knew that to be true, then you would just be all in and do the work, right? Like if you knew, if you knew that you had, if, that you could pay me $10,000 to buy a, a winning lottery ticket, and you knew without a shadow of a doubt that I had the winning lottery ticket, of course you would pay me $10,000 to to buy the ticket off me, right? Because it's worth millions and millions of dollars. So if somebody says I feel special, but they're not actually taking a line to action on that, then I really do question, like there's other thoughts that are coming up for you there because otherwise you would be doing the work. Does that make sense? Um, I always feel guilty wanting to take action for myself but you are making me see that I can. So tell me more about that. Why do you feel guilty about it? What are the, tell me the thoughts that you have. Okay, so if there are people in your life that you are the primary caregiver because of their health, that's an obviously a different story, but there's also people that we can put into our lives that we become the caretaker of because we have like the wounded bird syndrome, right? Guilty as fucking charge. You find a man that is a project and I am like, yes, I will take that man because I see potential in anything, right? That's sort of the way that I am and it's um, that's how people with kind hearts tend to be. Um, I always am the caregiver for everyone. Yeah, so I recommend to you that you read the book Codependent No More because there are stories that we tell ourselves about our personal responsibility in this world and they're usually driven by guilt, right? The way that I grew up was that I was guilted heavily into doing anything. Like if if you ever want me to do anything, like I have such a I have such a hard time resisting that feeling of guilt. And what's more is I actually will self-impose that guilt onto myself when no one is asking me to feel guilty about it. And so we end up getting in situations and we end up enabling people and we do more for them because we think that's love. But what actually what we're doing is where we're trying to make ourselves irreplaceable, right? So we show people that we love them through actions, but what ends up happening is they become incapable of caring for themselves for very simple things. Shannon, yeah, I do that, okay. I thought that you would. <laughs> You're amongst great friends, my dear. So we end up doing stuff like that because um, we wanna feel irreplaceable because that feels safe, because we didn't feel safe before. And we don't feel um, enough by just being ourselves that we have to do things to prove our worth to other people the problem with that is is that I've told this story a million times and it's gonna be in my book <laughs> 
I create men that can't find the ketchup in the fucking refrigerator, right? Like the refrigerator is this box that is right there and I will create a man who cannot see ketchup before his very eyes because the second he says to me, babe, where's the ketchup at? I'm jumping out of my chair to be like, oh, I'm trying to show him, right? Because I can't stand to see people struggle. You know, like I can hear him knocking around in there and he'll do that. This this is more my ex-husband. My husband now, um, we have a much healthier relationship because I've worked through my own bullshit, right? But my ex-husband was like completely incapable of almost doing anything at all. Like I, I, I just love the mama's boys, you know, because I like to take care of people. And so the second that he would struggle to do something, I would be jumping to save him. Now he knew this even just on a subconscious level. So the second, like he would actually intentionally not find things because he knew I would do them for him. Now what's more is that I'm highly attuned to this because women in this community and women in my paid programs do this to me constantly. They will be the proverbial husband knocking around in the kitchen looking for the ketchup, trying to get me to come and help them do find the ketchup, right? When the true gift that you can give to a client or a husband or a mother or whoever that is fully capable of caring for themselves is allowing them to find the fucking ketchup themselves, right? Because then you can teach a man to fish, he will eat for life right? But if you're constantly coming to save everyone, you aren't going to have, you're going to create a bunch of, I mean this with love, but like babbling idiots, right? Like, cause they're, they just know they don't have to do these things because they've got you to do them for them. So why would they do that? Right? And I do this to my own husband with like tech stuff, right? Like I fucking hate tech stuff. So I find myself wanting to ask him, Hey babe, can you set this thing up for me? You know, of course he will because he loves me. But if I were to do that with all other areas of my life, that's when it becomes a problem, right? So we're not talking about like serving people in love. It's when it's despite what you want, right? So, so we'll do that. We'll create people in our lives that become a project because when you've got a project, you don't have to deal with your own shit because you're high on the hog and you're too busy handling everybody else's. And I would go on a diet and I would lose weight if I didn't have to do na 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 But na-na-na-na-na-na can't do their own thing, so I have to do it, so I can't do what I want, right? And we tell ourselves these stories and it's all to postpone, it's all to feed our ego but we're never truly happy when we do that, right? So we've got to take on the best project of all ourselves. And I will tell you, I would have never dreamed in a million years when I invested in my uh, weight loss coach, personal trainer, I should say, when I invested in him, never in a million years did I think that I would be sitting before each and every one of you not right now talking about codependency and narcissism and unhealthy relationships, but I just, didn't understand why I was so um, prone to emotionally eating, why I was so prone to wanting a drink, because I, I was bearing the weight of the world on my shoulders, right? So I didn't have time to do what I wanted, I didn't have energy to do what I wanted, and I, I felt just so 
unhappy and I knew something was wrong and that's where that I knew I was meant for more came in and I couldn't even imagine that all this time later like all of this stuff would be wrapped together but it absolutely is because if it was not then each and every one of you would be all oop, all at your goal weight right now right you'd be there because you're like oh well I'll just eat better well it's not that simple right there's so much more happening yeah, there the truth is is that people will treat us the way that we allow them right and we show people how to treat us through our boundaries and there's got got to come a point in which you say you know what you're gonna have to handle your shit because i cannot go down with the ship because of you right well i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the bad bitches losing weight podcast if you can do me a solid real quick i'd love for you to take a second to rate and review the podcast we're creeping up to episode number 100 of this podcast and i want to do something really fucking special for you then so we've got to get this podcast out to as many people as possible the best way to do that is to rate and review and share this podcast with your friends and help me help you help me help you but really growing this podcast means so much because i get in so many people's ears and i'm able to help so many more women and that's why i'm special that's what i'm called to do so every time you rate review share this podcast tell a friend or whatever you are helping me do what i've been put on this earth to do so i appreciate you so much for doing that and also as a way to show gratitude every friday episode I do pick one review, read it aloud on the podcast, and then I send that person a very special gift. So if you want something from yours, truly, you're going to want to make sure that you take that moment to rate and review, and then you'll just feel fucking great anyways, because you know you're helping get the word out of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast and helping me fulfill my destiny. So <laughs> thanks so much. I love you. I love your face, and I'll see you Friday. I hope let's go be a poet That she bad as fuck and she know it He stay, we just get a little closer Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah And I hope she mad chill That she smart as fuck and always keep it real That her whole life she done better still With some peace and love that this world needs to heal Yeah, and it's a note to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide, and I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing Handle the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boy